Ooh, bitch, you ain't shit. Hey, y'all. I'm Queen Chickenhead. And I'm Breezy the Gent. And why just, like, come on, give me something. Like, I'm trying to go with you. I don't know why we, I don't know why we even <laughs> attempt anymore. <laughs> because, yeah. We're going to be back in person. We're going to be back in person because uh, we got to get this on time. <laughs> we are but in the meantime y'all know who we are y'all know what we do let's get into it <laughs> right how was your week oh my week was um it was good i can't really complain that's all yeah no my week was beautiful i can't complain um i went out i had a couple dates this week and i went out with one of my uh one of my girlfriends okay so yeah this week has been prospering. How was your week, Breezy? Damn. <laughs> How was my week? And weekend. Uh, I'm staring at my calendar like, what did I do? I don't even remember. Wow. Breezy, you are booked and busy like that? No, 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 no. Um, oh, you know, I spent my, well, my week was just work. Um, and my weekend, I spent editing my homegirl's baby shower. So that was fun because I've never edited a baby shower. That's fun. Congratulations to the mother to be. Right, right. Um, that was really it. It feels so hectic and busy, but when I break it down, I'm just working. I'm just fucking working my nine to five, even though the hours aren't nine to five, but you know, whatever. Right. Eight hour day job. (laughs) Right. We get it. Like, yeah. No, that's what's up. Nothing exciting. I can't even think of anything. Like, I'm still trying to think of something. I mean, I got a new lens for my camera. That's personal excitement. (laughs) So what? Excitement is excitement. Whatever makes you happy, share the share the joy. I was happy about that. I'm excited to use it. I'm filming my first video, my first music video this weekend. So really, I'm gonna use and pull it off for that. That should be fun. Any fine men's gonna be on the set? No. Okay. From from my understanding, (laughs) from my understanding, there will be, but at least one of them is married. So. <laughs> <There's Yes. that. laughs> then there's no need for me to be there. That's just it. I mean, you know, you can be a video girl. Uh, Make your know. debut. <laughs> I ain't trying to be in nobody nobody's um video that's gonna be out to the public. <laughs> Another oh. type of video, maybe. Girl. <laughs> I guess. Maybe. <laughs> You know, you know my thing. You know my stilo. You know what I get into. (laughs) I mean, as you should. Live your life that way. I've never been like... "Mm." Like, I'm... I'm okay with it, but I'm not. (laughs) I still haven't figured that part out yet. Like, I think that it's more so because I be into the moment that I personally don't be filming. And then, um... I mean... For the people that I've been in a relationship with, I didn't mind if they ever wanted to, but nobody's really asked to be in no full length film to begin with. And uh, I mean, any of the random like 
any randoms that's just a complete no like don't pull out your phone if you pull out your phone then it's over um don't ask me it's not happening <laughs> see i think with me like yeah it's the moment thing with me but i want to cherish those moments especially if i know i'm going to put on a show but i don't record with everybody just like you i don't record with everybody like you have to we have to be you know it has to be one our sex has to be really good for us to, for me to even consider wanting to record Right. And then if it is, then that's when, um, you know, it's usually on my phone. Um, and depending on who I record with, yeah, it's more so a trust thing. Like I always put it on my phone and then if I decide to share it with you, then cool, whatever. But that's the biggest thing. I don't yeah. trust that my stuff won't be purported and not even just like purported to some porn hub or something like extreme like that. But even showing it to somebody that might know me or showing it to your friends like I'm it's okay I'm cool like you don't I don't we don't need it for no purposes I I don't trust somebody to not do that yeah and with me it's like say that don't do that childish shit like that's it's always been corny but that's real life corny and that's against the law in there like you can't even post it like you can't do no shit like like don't be corny right right some people don't care about that like once you send it to them it's like alright it's mine and that's fine. And I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna care about knocking you in your fucking head once I realize or find out that you either been showing it to people or been sending it around. Like, okay, okay. I'm not gonna care about whatever happens to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you put that. And that just yourself. is what it is, right? Like, it just is what it is. But yeah, that's me. Other than sexual videos, I like to be behind the scenes. So, <laughs> video vixen is out of the question for this one. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll let him know. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe next time, you know. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it's a cool song. It's like a get a little cha cha feel. Maybe you don't gotta be like a <laughs> you don't gotta take clothes off. You could just stand next to a car and <laughs> stare I'm at the camera. Right. Staying next to the car. See, I don't, I don't even have a sex appeal. Like, would be staring uh, all sexy into the, I'm over be it. staring all sexy into the camera. Like, what? <laughs> They're gonna be like, why is this random more, girl? girl? I'm gonna be that random girl that I'll be talking about when I be watching videos. Like, why is this random girl just sitting, standing there? Like, what is she doing? I'm that. She working so. it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I damn sure would be saying that by myself. I'm like, oh my god, no, get me out of it camera get me off my tv (laughs) (laughs) let's do a little foreplay but yeah so enough about us what the hell have been happening with these celebrities um honestly like a hundred percent honestly i have been so focused on politics (laughs) really that yeah i've been real focused on politics i've been watching the town halls like full length i'm not just watching the recaps on instagram i'm going and mm-hmm. watching the whole thing i've been watching the debates i've been keeping up with the news i've been paying attention to everything so the celebrity news i just realized i honestly realized when we started talking about when we were about to record this episode that i haven't been paying attention to like celebrity gossip like that at all like i've really just been focused on this damn this damn presidential race well, I am going to say one thing. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Before I actually tell you the celebrity news I got. <laughs> you haven't really missed anything juicy. Um, Not really juicy. I should say because it seems like you said everything is revolving around this, the the election. 
and I get it um you know I personally keep all of that outside of my house like I don't watch none of that in the house because it's depressing it's depressing it's saddening like this we are living in the fucked up country my home is my domain it's just I tend to keep all negative vibes and energies out that includes this election that's going on right now man I can understand that I've been and I guess I can say I've always been and didn't even realize until I got to college. And when I first started, I was a communi- I was always a communi- communication major, but my track for the first two years was journalism. So we had to watch the news and we had to stay up on it. It was a part of everything that we had to do. And I realized I, I liked it. And I had always watched news. I used to watch news every morning, every single morning for years, like consistently and wasn't just for the weather like I would sit and watch the news every morning so yeah I like the news <laughs> it doesn't bother me I, I, I like it I like to play it in my house I like to have it around I like to know what's going on I like to know what's what and be able to talk to people about it see other people's opinions yeah. like it's, it's just really interesting but no I get it you're very grown up <laughs> chill <laughs> 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 not very grown up damn <laughs> I'll take it I'll take it I'll take it so I read that and I didn't I should have listened to the Twitter thing I can actually do that now while we're here because I'm sitting right in front of my computer but long story short Cardi B said that she filed for a divorce from Offset to teach him a lesson quote a lesson oh god well, that sounds Girl. to me like she ain't really about to f- go through with this. Girl, you, couldn't you have taught him a lesson without without one it being public? Can you just make you, she could have just filed or, or made some BS divorce papers? Like, really? We did this whole public thing, and her. Uh, and the voice message she left on Twitter, I think this switched where this was at. If I take a break from my nigga and I decide to work things out, that's regular relationship shit. If I want to go to the extreme and teach a nigga a fucking lesson and fucking file for a divorce, I can do that. It's my life. Girl, it stopped cool. becoming your, it stopped just being your business once you became a celebrity. It stopped just right. being your business once you made all this stuff public. Like, come on. Right. It's no longer your business. It's our business, sis. Now, what we gonna do? We gonna leave that nigga, right? Right. Do me a favor and just leave me out of y'all decisions and y'all business because I don't care. I don't want to know. And I know it's a lot of people that feel that same way. Girl, we are tired. Yeah. Like, we are tired. <laughs> and I mean, that's the, this is like the product of, and I'm not even, I can't even say all of that because I feel like worse things can be shown so I to say like the product of dis, dis, dysfunctional people that have became celebrities and had a public relationship and are like just going through their shit but in public because they're public figures when there's like people around the corner every day mm-hmm. that that's going through what they going through but because they so much bigger like it's ostracized into something else when everyday people that are in dysfunctional relationships be going through similar if not worse shit and my thing is it's like um you know when you file any type of legal documents such as that they're going to be public record you know tmz all, all those media outlets right. 
all those outlets and all that, they're going to get their hands on it. So why even do it the real way? Teach them a lesson. Okay. Files, I mean, draw up some fake divorce papers. How hard is that? And maybe the real lesson is the paper trail. So if it really happens again or anything like that, it's already going to go perfectly in her favor because she didn't already started to do this before. Maybe. I don't know. I'm but drawing the straws stupid. at this and point. Then, right. Because why not just separate from the man? Why not just change on the locks? Right. You could have just separated. You didn't have to divorce. People separate all right. the time. You could have kicked them out the house and said, fuck you. You could have hit a Jada and Will and tell them to live on the other side of the house and get a boyfriend. I mean, girlfriend, whatever. <laughs> Something. That $5 million house. I was just thinking in, like, of Jada. <laughs> Jada and her entanglement on the other side of the house. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> shit like this, like, it annoys me. Because now you're getting mad at us or your fans and all that. Because we like, sis, why? Why are you taking them back? Like, we giving you our input and all that, and they like, Oh, mind y'all business is my business. You made it our business once you right. did it. Like, girl. And they, he, like, immediately, it was so quick. Like, she went and filed for divorce, and then her birthday came around, like, a week or so later. And there he go at the party giving her a Rolls Royce and a, ba- and a Rolls Royce baby seat. Right. Like, I saw a meme that said that Offset was using a... Damn culture to get back in with Cardi, like hitting her soft spot. Because you saw the billboard he uh-huh. got her that said, "I love you, mommy," or "Happy birthday, mommy." Some weird shit, not weird, right. some cute shit like that. But we know damn well culture ain't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and my thing is, girl, you all you gonna do is go back, go back to him. He's gonna cheat again, and then you're gonna be on live talking about it. Like, yeah, she so, still like, love me. I still got her. I just got to work for right now. <laughs> and then get right yeah, back in there. Gonna, I'm like, girl, the only... And I, I, lo- I like when she said he's not... Um, what the, He's the good nigga or good man. He just does dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. But... Mm-mm. You got it. The only way he's going to learn not to do dumb shit is if you be smart about it and be like, you know what, nigga, fuck you. You separate right. his ass and actually divorce him. Right. And then you actually go do let your him thing. Go. Do his dumb right. shit on his own. You go do your thing. Because uh, he is not going to change his behavior. I feel like it's some it's some weird power dynamic. No, no matter how, you know, strong Cardi B may seem, it seems like she's still the type that's like, okay to be submissive to her man because he's a man. And I don't know, man, like, it's the way that Offset comes off, like, even this, this, they went through something similar and they were supposed to break up. And then he fucking interrupts her live set to propose to her. And that was supposed to be appropriate and good. And we're supposed to accept that when that was just controlling, like, you control the narrative when you propose to her like that. And then continue to control the narrative when you put up that billboard. You showing up uh, with all this, I don't know, but it just it just seemed real like very manipulative. Real, yeah, that's what it is. Very manipulative to me. Like, yeah, that's inappropriate. We we ain't say nothing about Offset doing that to Cardi B and her lot live set. 
But Lil Mama went up in flames when she went on stage with Jay-Z and Alicia Keys during the VMAs. Oh, see, no. I saw people went up I, on, like, on my Twitter timeline. I saw a lot of people bashing her for doing that. And I didn't like it myself. Because whatever festival she was at, she was the first female headliner. Right. The first female just show headliner. up and do some bullshit like that. Like, I got so many other bigger things like you could have done this backstage bro when I got done with my set right I forgot what festival it was but she was the first female headliner and that was some bullshit you stole her shine you stole her shine and interrupted her set because you you wanted to publicly no do that shit behind the scenes or wait till I'm done don't do it in the middle of my set that was some bullshit mhm well, that's bullshit. you know tends to be the same shit like the, the day after or whatever it was it was very soon after she done came out publicly and for this following divorce we saw that picture at a billboard it's like okay right <laughs> and honestly um and i i'm a i'm i used to really be a big migos fan and i still like them to this day but they're yeah. not they're not at the top that they used to be but cardi is Right. And so I'm like, I'm looking at it as if like this is a way for him to stay relevant because you see how Quavo's taking a backseat to Sweetie. Sweetie too. They're 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 doing well. I think they're doing exactly. well together. <laughs> so I in my mind I'm looking at it now is like, okay, so this nigga really trying to do this shit to stay relevant. Cause he know if he's no longer with Cardi, there's no need for people to mention him. No right. need. So I don't That's know. That's true. But well, Mingo's Mingo's still got their own power. I feel like they still gonna be who they gonna be. Like Mingo's changed the culture when they came out. Of course they Sh- did. Shift the whole thing, so they still get credit for that, and will be the OGs to all these younger rappers. So that's that's gonna be something. Yeah, that's definitely gonna be something. <laughs> but as far as like, because I'm looking at in terms of their label, as far as their label go, you see with quality control. Lil Baby is on the top for them. Right. Lil Baby is they they breadwinner right now. Um, he out here on everything. He on the T.I. new album. Yeah. And I, I didn't hear it yet, but I, like it. I heard the song. I ain't mad at it, but I like it, so. And, uh, I mean, you know. That's a new rapper that I can miss. Like he, I, I got some songs of his on my phone, but I'm not like, yeah, I gotta download this new little baby. Yeah, I don't be like, if I hear a song, I'd be like, you know what, let me listen, and then I'm like, all right, let me get an album and listen. But I never be quick to to listen to a lot of uh, like new rappers stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'll let That's it die about down his first voice, before. Though. Specifically, little oh baby though is just something about yes. his voice <laughs> that I don't like. And it's funny because <laughs> I used to be so like I used to be like mm, no because I was a heavy gunner fan and I still am. Like I love gunner, but mm. um, it, it, I can't deny that that little baby is running this shit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, shout right. out to the new rappers, <laughs> right? And um, Cardi girl, do you? I don't care. Stop telling us. Please, like when you take him back, don't tell us about the next board divorce unless it's for real. At all. At all. What's your relationship? What's your relationship status? That is. That is. That is. Okay, so 
I just have a topic that I just wanted to throw around ideas about. It's not any specific question, but just the topic of abusive partners and abusive relationships. Um, okay. Maybe how to deal with them. Any experiences, if any. And any advice for anybody that is going through an abusive relationship or is in one and is afraid to say anything or ashamed to admit it. And just listen and hear some tips or hear some stories. Yeah. Okay. Um. You want me to start first, or would you like to start? Yeah. Um. So I can start. I can start. To get it okay. out the way. <laughs> I have never personally been in a physically abusive relationship. I've definitely been in a um. A mentally abusive relationship. I don't know if I'm using that word right. If it's mental so, abuse or something like that. But emotional abuse. There we go. Okay. That's what I'm thinking of. <clears throat> um, More so with like um, the type of partner that's telling you that you ain't shit or that you can't mm-hmm. do no better than them. Um, they're controlling to keep you under their leash. I've had controlling partners before, like to the extent where I, and the, a part of me had to realize, and I guess this is a part of the advice is <laughs> a part of me had to realize yeah. that allowing that emotional abuse was partially me not blaming me or saying it was a fault, but it was something that I could, I can fix to not allow that to happen anymore. Okay. I understand that. Um, things like um, I went to college, so I was in a long distance relationship when I was eighteen, and um, I went off to college, which was in a different state. She was already in a different state when I left for college, and then it was even further away from where I was in Philly versus where she was in this other state. So, I I just let the relationship take over and get the best of me so I was like letting her set rules I wasn't allowed to go to parties I wasn't allowed to hang out with boys I wasn't allowed to drink after a certain time I wasn't allowed to try out for the basketball team um it was all bad (laughs) so she was okay so she really didn't want you to do anything yeah and it was manipulative like the way that she did it was like if for the basketball team that was one thing I played basketball all four years in college. I played basketball in middle school. I went to like basketball summer camps. I used to be all about basketball at one point in my life. And um, I wanted to continue playing in college. And I told her about it. I even went to tryouts. And then I had just ended up not trying out. I sat on the side. I told her about it. And she was just like, you're so selfish for even thinking about going on the basketball team. You know that you wouldn't come home for the winter or anything like that. Like, how would you do something like that? And it just kind of talked me out of even trying out next the, for the next year or, or next semester, next tryouts to, you know, when I had the guts to do it, I never did it because we was in this relationship. So I was like, all right, I would be taken away from it. At that time, I even realized that it was bullshit, but I still let it happen. So she, okay, so she literally took the one thing she knew you really loved or like you really loved doing and loved. Mm-hmm. Um, that gave you like the most joy and she took it away from you and yeah. 
she flipped it and made it your fault. Right. Made you think that you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have done it like you weren't thinking of her best interest when in fact she didn't care about yours. Right. Wow. And I had to realize that, like, I, we were, I was young, I was 18, so it's just like, uh, all right, well, I will be away from you for a long time if I get on this basketball team, so, because, I mean, that's that's really the life of a college athlete, like, you're barely home, you be on campus doing workouts <laughs> off-season, on-season, like, you're you're always doing something with, with the team, so she was yeah. right that I wouldn't have had a lot more time, but that don't that wouldn't have made me selfish, and I realized right. that. So how how old? Uh, what was you guys' age difference? Are you were you the same age? It wasn't it wasn't an age difference. I never dated anybody really? that um, was a different age than me. I just realized that. Oh wow! Um, been in a relationship, we were always the same age, or just like a year difference, but. Not even now that I'm thinking about it, we we were always the same age. Wow. Okay. Because I usually um, and I think that's probably like the naive part of me, or just not the ignorance of me, not really knowing. Because I usually um, sometimes I when in terms of like abusive relationships and all that, sometimes I think the abuser is usually older. Don't mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. why I've always just associated with them being. I was always just thinking of them being the older partner but wow i get that thought but you know if you're dealing with a narcissist who wants it to be all about them all the time then there are they turn and it's that bad they can turn into a manipulative and controlling partner where they're finding anything that you're trying to do as something that's against the relationship or against them so it makes it sound like you should be following them for the relationship when in turn it's really just for them and their satisfaction and their comfort mm. for, from them being insecure, their insecurity levels. <clears throat> yes. And that's, that I can definitely see. Um, because when you were speaking of her, I was thinking like, well, did she go through something in her early years that, you know, made her be this way? Or, and I never like, understood she why she acted that? like that. Right. Never understood why she acted like that towards me. Like, I never gave her the impression that, you know, I was doing anything crazy or ever was trying to do anything crazy. I was going to college. So, I mean, of course, I was going to want to go to parties. Right. That's what all college. I know that's one of the differences. That's part of the college experience. She's never gone to college, been to college, and she wasn't in college. So, that was a, a difference. Dating someone that didn't completely understand the experience because honestly like you can hear all about it but unless you've actually been to college like you can't you can't relate just like I can't relate to someone who stayed home after they were 18 I didn't so I don't know what it's like for an 18 year old to be trying to get a job and working all the 18 year old lives I wasn't that 18 year old yeah so um, I do want to pose this question to you when you found out um, or when you first realized exactly what was going on, like, how how long did it take you and, like, what happened once you actually came to that realization? 
We were together for a year and a half. And what broke us up was me deciding that, fuck it. So first of all, I was already, I was still going to parties anyway. I was lying. <laughs> I was cheating. I was doing everything. So I was doing the wrong things to take care of it to begin with. But it was easier for me to do the wrong things because we were long distance. Some people in relationships like this don't have, don't, don't have the flexibility that I had. But Mm-hmm. At that time, since I was on campus, like, how much can she really do? So at some point, I really started to realize, like, I can just not answer every phone call and go to the fucking party. Or I can just lie and say I'm asleep. Right. Fuck it. And go to the party. So I was going out and, of course, someone took a picture. <laughs> we out here oh taking pictures. And they posted on Facebook. So she hits me um, like the next day or whatever it was and was like, oh, it's over. I saw this picture of you on Facebook. I can't believe you're at a party, you fucking lying bitch. Like she was going off. Like she used to really name call. Like it was bad. Like I, I, I wish I could remember everything that she used to call me, but she was definitely bad with that. She was, uh, um, she was Italian, so she had a lot of insults in her. Wow. <laughs> she was ready to come out with a bunch of she shit. She had it in her blood, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, um, we broke up that night, and that was me not fighting. Like, I was just like, fuck it. Yes, I was at this party. Yes, I think this is dumb. And no, I'm not going to apologize for it. Yes, this relationship is over. I just realized, like, fuck it, I'm, I'm done hiding this. Like, um, yes, I'm going to these parties, and I'm going to continue to go to these parties. So either I was going to keep lying and fucking just go through this big dramatic situation again and again and again and again while I'm continuously lying, or just let the shit go. I had her out. Yes. She gave me an out. I took that shit. You took it and ran with it. And I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy you came to that realization. You said you're listening. Um, I'm happy not happy that you went through that but happy that you know you were young but you realized like love shouldn't be like this a relationship shouldn't be like this this is not yeah. what I deserve it was bad I, I even remember like her meeting my friends for the first time and it being like an, a very embarrassing experience and um, it was for New Year's and she wanted to hang out with her friends so bad but we had done that last year with her the, the year before with her friends so this year we were going to do it with my friends and she was like well we're leaving 15 minutes after midnight bitch huh? yeah so we, we left yeah we left at 15 minutes after midnight and argued the whole time because she was talking shit about my friends after we left so it was just really bad she didn't want me to hang out with my friends no more she thought that they was all talking about her like it was just dumb she was bad but yeah um i luckily had an out and i took it so that was really the only experience that i can think of that was um abusive definitely abusive to the the language and the way that she spoke to me and the the techniques that she used to keep me under her thumb no and i'm happy um that you know you wanted to share this because you're you're not the only person that goes through this. And I really want to um, kind of, I think people now are realizing that men are not the only abusers. Women can also be abusers themselves. Hell yeah. I think that was also a misconception 
about abuse and relationships. Um, and that's true. Of same sex or not. And I'm glad you said that because I wanted to add to it in same sex relationships. I like, I hear a lot with men or women like oh we both girls oh we both boys so we can fight mm-hmm. like that's just an equal we no. can fight like that doesn't make it right it's that's still, still domestic, domestic abuse. violence like no, it, all of this wrong violence, domestic abuse yep i'm not putting my hand on any girl that i'm in a relationship with solely because that's just not right we're not about to be out here beating on each other like that shit's dumb exactly i need i really need people to stop liking it abusive whatever it's not it's not no like the bitch get mad and she slap you or something like that's not okay no matter how mad she is and i know plenty of bitches that unslap their boyfriends i don't know plenty close friends that slap their boyfriends (laughs) it's still not okay it's not i've been there done that it's not it's really good listen you can definitely admit that we people been past that shit before Cause then I can see a lot of younger girls, you know, still this with this what you're getting into because you get mad at your boyfriend, and that's your and the first thing reaction. with um the thing with women, um, especially women abusers, they have this idea that because they're a man, they can't get hit. And here's my thing: just because they're taught, just because men are taught not to hit you, does not give you the right, does not give you any. Any way to put your hands on them, right? Because at the end of the day, you cannot. No one can ever predict how someone is going to react. So everybody just keep your hands to yourself, right? For real. Shout out to OJ. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing this. I'm just saying, you just said you 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 never can know how anybody react. Nicole ain't know OJ was about to react like that, but <laughs> we about to move on. Do <laughs> you have any examples or well, anything you want to share? I don't have any personal like any examples of myself. I've been fortunate enough not to have experienced um any type of abusive relationships whether it be physical or emotional and I think is um, more so on the lines of what my mother herself went through so hearing mm-hmm. all those stories and hearing how um, hearing how you know the signs of an abusive partner my mother's yeah. first husband was abusive not physically but emotionally um, so, you know, growing up hearing my mom's stories about that and me just being so terrified because I'm like, it's my mom. And then I know, I know her ex-husband. So I'm like, and I like her ex-husband, but I'm like, I never would have fun. But yeah. Um, so you I've never know somebody like, when they in a relationship. Exactly. Exactly. So like, I've always been cautious of the type of person I would date if I hear like certain trigger words or if I like witness any type of behavior I, I myself just take I just take myself out of the equation altogether and I just I just stop talking to them because I'm like you are acting like this over the smallest thing I don't know how you're going to act towards me right if, if I do something it might trigger that so I just 
and fearful of my life and all that. And then hearing so many stories, like growing up, heard so many stories of women like killing themselves, their children, and get away from their abusive husband. It, it's it's a lot. It's scary. I know yeah. I have friends that have gone through that. I witnessed one of my closest friends going through that, and like it, it's I can't. So it's like I, mm-mm. but I will say. When it comes to a controlling person, you should um, try to try to pay attention to the signs early. And I'm not just talking about red flags. I'm talking about just little um, how quick they lose their temper. Um, I don't. It's just or what they lose their temper about stuff like that. And then try to. If you can, if you're not already so far into it, because I know a lot of people say it's hard to leave them when you love them. I get it. But if you're not that that too deep in it, I would suggest getting away while you can. If they, like Breezy said, she had an out, she took it. If they give you an out, take it. And you definitely got to be strong enough to take it. Um, I have also witness the other side where someone wasn't strong enough to take it um my mom was in an abusive relationship emotionally and physically with my stepdad rest his soul um but she like for all of the all the time that i've known him he was beating on her um i can vividly remember being like nine years old maybe even ten they're in their bedroom in the front. I'm in the bedroom in the back. And I hear him slap her in the face. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't, I, I don't need to do a voice. <laughs> she just, because <laughs> it was serious. <laughs> she, she's just like, oh, I can't believe you just hit me. Why'd you hit me? And he's just like, because you won't shut up. And then he slapped her again. That was the first time that I actually heard it. And then I came out in the hallway and saw him. Like, he had her pinned down on the bed. He was on top of her, like, slapping her in the face. And so she then went on and married him. And uh, <laughs> it just didn't get no better. He was continuously beating on her. He said, we moved into this little apartment where our bedrooms were right next to each other. Like, walls. I can hear in between the walls and shit. So I would hear every time that he would be beating on her and it, it it affected me. So that's another thing for people in abusive relationships with children. I was affected as a teenager living in this household. And, you know, as a teenager, you think you're old enough to deal with stuff like that. But I realized now yeah. at 30 that I was affected. I was living with them in their household together, just with them. And I got four other siblings, but I'm the youngest. And by the time I went to high school at um, 13 turning 14 my sister was going to college so I was the only one still in grade school and so I moved up with my mom and my stepdad after they got married they whole nother story but my mom was living there so I moved up there with her and um it was just chaos it was chaos mm. all the time like i wasn't allowed to do things um and i found out later that my mom used to say no to a lot of things that i was allowed to do because she didn't want me to leave her by herself in the house with him she wow. admitted that to me <laughs> wow she figured i'd be able to protect her 
which is ridiculous. Um, it's sad and ridiculous. It's I was ridiculous, 14. but but it's it's a mental thing. <laughs> uh, you know? Obviously, obviously, I, I definitely understand that, and um, I mean, I I understand that. I'm, I'm not faulting her for like I'm not mad that I couldn't go to my friend's house down the street. Years now, like I'm not I'm not mad, but I do realize yeah. that. Like it, it definitely affected me in that household. He even put his hands on me before, so it wasn't a fun time to be up there. Yeah. Um, and oh, but to get to the point, she had an out. So this very is a big thing. So at this point, he's just slapping her around and stuff. And then um, we come home from this concert. They're arguing the whole time in the car as usual. And when they get outside, we park up. I go in the house. I'm on the phone with my friend, looking out the window, making sure that everything's okay because they arguing outside and shit. He punches mm-hmm. her in the face, like just straight I'm punches sure. her in the face. She runs down the street screaming. I call the cops. That was her out. Right. Cops show up. I don't want to say nothing. Nothing happened. Leave me alone. Walk away from the cops. But then, oh gosh, <laughs> I'm sharing this story. Like I'm talking to you, but I'm talking to everybody because it's just so traumatic. Please don't put your kids through this. If you are in an abusive relationship, especially with somebody that is not your baby father and you are putting yeah. your child in this environment, realize that your child is the one that should come first and not even this if it, this is your woman. child. Even if this is your child's parent. It does yeah, not matter. Yes, your yes, child. Yes, Once yes, you have sure. a child, once you have a child, they are your one priority. They are the one thing in life besides yourself that you have to make sure stays alive. You are not responsible to make sure that your partner is is going to stay alive. No, you have to make sure that child survives, if anything. Even if that means you might not survive, your child, at the end of the day, should be your main priority. Right. I agree. It, it it got crazy, man. Like she she left, and oh, it got worse. And you you said put child as a priority. This just makes me realize that maybe my mom really needed more help. And I mean, it wasn't like I could help at that time. Like I was under eighteen. I was just going through the motions and going through what she going through. So this happens. This same cop story. We're here. It's late at night. My mom finally shows back up. And takes me away, whisks me away at night, drives all the way to New Jersey and checks into a hotel. Like, takes me with her, checks into a hotel. I'm like, Mom, I got school. Like, I can't. I don't know what to do. Like, and at this point, I'm in the suburbs. So, I'm in the school where truancy matters. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Truancy and a black kid, yes. Okay, they'll kick my black ass out of that district so quick. But... So I'm talking to her, like, I got to go to school. Like, you're doing all of this. I don't know why we have to do all of this. And she's just like, I, I know a place and the gas is lower in New Jersey. Like, it was weird. Like, it was just because the gas was lower in New Jersey. But obviously, she's frantic. She's going, she just went through something. She's already been abused by this man. And then he escalated it by punching her in the face for the first time. And, like, affecting her to this day, like, she still has a problem and she had like a sty or it was something it was something wrong with her eye afterwards um and so she realized that i have to go to school she drops me back off 
and goes back to the hotel for at least like a week or two. I want to say at least a week. So I'm in the house going to school, living with the guy that she's running away from by myself. Just yes. me and this guy. My mom's in a hotel somewhere. This is a product of being in an abusive relationship. Like all she was going through was whatever she was going through. She didn't think about me being in that house with him. Luckily, nothing happened yeah. to me. Like, you know, he never put my hand, his hands on me. I just went to school. I was on the basketball team, too. So that was another reason I couldn't miss school. I was missing practice. Miss school, miss practice. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and basketball was your, was your one, you know, the one thing that you can really look forward to. Yeah, man. Um, extracurriculars really saved me. I even played softball in high school and um, never, never picked up any any type of sport like that before I even got up to that um, school district. But I decided to put my hand in something when I was off a of basketball season to be able to still have something to do after school. Yeah, and I think that's um, that's another reason why I'm not really fond of this virtual thing with the schools because. Um, not only do kids not have stuff to, a lot of kids don't have the equipment to actually do virtual, but school was their one safe place. Right. You school got households like this and then parents that are actually taking it out on these kids. I've definitely had my fair share of, I feel like, was maybe inflicted. I mean, my mom had her own traumas and problems. Um, and I think that some of that while we were living in that household may have been like incited from her already being traumatized by being smacked up in there all the time. So now she yelling at me, he yelling at her, she yelling at me. It's just too much. Yeah. And that, that happens a lot. That tends to happen a lot. And you can't even fall. See my, um, I'm always sympathetic to a person who has been, you know, abused and all that. Mm -hmm. But um, because you don't know what they're going through, you don't know mentally what they're thinking, how they're feeling. They might, you know, they always, they usually will lie to you and say they're okay and everything. But to a parent or a parent or even um, just a mother in general who is being abused and they have a child, um... I don't understand the logic. I don't understand. Um, and I don't I don't even want to try to understand. I just want, you know, first and foremost, pitch your child first. Um, and I used to get so pissed off when I would hear the stories of the moms killing themselves and killing their kids so right. their kids don't have to go through it. And I'm just like... It's ridiculous. Thank God it never got to that in my household yes. especially with her leaving you there right when she was in the hotel and he was like he's not even your father so at all my father was alive and well and still coming to see me he would drive up there um and I'm maybe not every week because he had to work but I definitely saw my dad a lot like he was very present yeah and then I posed the question like could she not have just dropped you off at your dad's or told him what was going on and said, listen, like, can you, she can't stay there. I'm not, um, you know, 
and this <laughs> might be a whole other subject for a whole other day. <laughs> I'm going to fact check, but I almost think that it was a common consensus to keep me there for the purpose of not missing school. Okay. My dad's biggest thing, and that was even the reason why, because I was living with my dad before um, I moved up with my mom. My dad only allowed me to move up with my mom, per his words, because it was a better school district. So that was really what he cared about the most was me ending up at a being had a better college, better chances of going to college, better chances of just having a better education. Okay. Um, which <laughs> I don't want to get off subject because we're talking about abusive relationships. That part is a whole nother discussion too that I had <laughs> with my dad recently. Um, he admitted that that might not have been the best decision to put my education above my well-being to put me in an abusive household. So it still ties in because mm-hmm. he did admit that recently. Okay. Um, I mean, he didn't know every single thing that I was going through, but he knew that he knew what was my going stepdad on. was abusive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least he, um, yeah. Right. So it's, 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 this is a very touchy subject. One, at least for myself, because I have never, I haven't been, so far I have not been in this type of relationship, but I mm-hmm. know so many people that have. And then of course, yeah. Um, with my mom because my mom survived it because right. it could have it almost got physical for her um, so and then of course with you and your mom so it's just like it's a very touchy subject and I don't want to delve too into it because I don't want to come off as sounding judgy okay um, because again I understand that. I, I've never been in these women's shoes what or even in these men's shoes anyone's shoes i have never been in this predicament i've never been a victim or a survivor right of it i really think a part of it is it is just a deep psychological thing that's what at least what it seems like seemed like with my mom because needless to say after even just that one event because there were many events but that one big event that i just went over they never got divorced they were married until he died so needless to say she never took any out that she that she got so that was it's a i think at that point it does become a personal thing where you have to get the will and you have to get the strength and you have to get the way yeah and hey it could have been that she figured if she leaves it can make it worse that could always also been a thought in her mind if she left who knows what he would have done Um, that could be a thought for other women. In my personal experience, I don't think that was a thought for my mother. Okay. <laughs> but I can see how that can be definitely thoughts for other women because there are abusers that are that crazy, men or women, that when you leave or get out of that situation, they're coming after you. They're not leaving yeah. you alone. They turn into a stalker and stuff like that. So that's definitely a fear to... You just got to prepare yourself for it because at the end of the day, it's really about just keeping yourself safe. Being in, this, in any type of abusive relationship will, I feel like at the end of the day, deteriorate the person that's going through it. If they're not taking care of it head on, they're just going through it and going through it. They, they're they going to lose themselves as a person. Yeah, I agree. 
everybody <sighs> just take care of yourselves um try to protect yourself and if you have a child or children try to protect them at all costs please um, please don't let nobody put their hands on your kids and don't let nobody yes. put their hands on you in front of your kids and if somebody's putting their hands on you they shouldn't be anywhere near your kids or in your life wow i forgot i totally forgot my brother his current relationship with his girlfriend is abusive but that's another story oh jeez. Um, but because i just thought about i was about to say like if if they put your, their hands on you once report it even if you do not file charges you can you can report it without filing charges right Make a note of it have some type of record or paper trail for it because the first time my brother's girlfriend put his hands on put her hands on him my mom immediately told him to go report it and um yeah. it's, she has a record now because of it so it's like so anything else that happens and all that so yeah and she did it in front of my nephew see so yeah so and that's the right way to go and you know yes. people don't want to fuck with 12 right now and completely understand and that's okay but there are things that they are there for exactly and that's one of them and, yep yep so take care of yourselves y'all hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. bitch let me tell you so um this week we don't have a listener story or question but i have a story <laughs> okay i'm excited for that <laughs> you ready yeah okay are y'all so ready clearly my... <laughs> <laughs> all right so clearly my life or i should say my love life is a joke okay <sighs> all righty then <laughs> So, y'all remember Hopeful Bay from last week? <laughs> right, and, right, Hopeful Bay. You know, yeah, you know, got my number. We was on a date a couple hours after he got my number. You know, cool. Week one was perfect. Week down one was perfect. You know, I think we saw each other like three times last week. Cute, whatever. So, um, today is... Okay, so I went out. Sunday night. Okay. Um, went out to dinner with one of my girlfriends. And, um, you know, I was drinking. So I'm like, you know, let me see what he's doing. Um, so call him, you know. Um, so you're breaking sure up. I, huh? Hello. Can you hear me? Yep, you're. I can hear you now. You were breaking up. You said, "Let me see what you he were said. breaking up when you were you were breaking up when you were talking to." <laughs> oh, can you hear me good now? Yeah, yeah. All when right. you were asking me, you originally asked. I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh." So I think we both were just breaking up. All right. So you okay. said so, you were at this dinner or out to eat, whatever the time of day was on Sunday <laughs> with your friend. And that was the last thing. Um, and you you were drinking a little, and the, that was all I heard. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I was I had a few drinks. I was drinking a little bit. And I decided to call him and text him to see where he was at. He answered. We, we arranged for me to come over. So, I to stay the night. You know, got there. 
um, it was cool. Like any other night, um, we did what we did, whatever. So the next morning comes, so which is Monday, and I work from home, and I gotta log in to work at eight o'clock. So I get up at six thirty. Um, so I get up, he gets up or whatever. I get dressed, he walks me to the door. So now I tell him, no, you can um go back upstairs. Like I got it out uh, to the locks room. Mm-hmm. Walking out the house. So it's kind of dark still. Six thirty in the morning, almost like six forty-five. It's kind of dark still. And I, I'm a, you know, I'm looking at my surroundings. I see a car at the corner, a dark color car at the corner. I see another car, um, another car at this corner. So you know, I'm crossing the street, minding mm-hmm. my business. So the light turns green. So the dark color car passes me, but then does a U-turn. Hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, maybe they didn't meant to go this way. So as I'm walking to my car, the dark color car pulls up behind me. Okay. So I'm like, so in my mind, automatically, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm thinking it's a man. So I'm, you know, about to ignore them. But then they roll the window down and I hear a woman's voice. Ciao. So I'm oh, like, gosh. I turned around and she was like, did you just come out that house? Uh, and I'm like, what no. are you talking about? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so breezy. Already, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mind y'all, I am not a morning person. So I'm already irritated. I'm tired. And it's cold outside. I want to get in my car and go home. So... I'm like, what are you talking about? So she proceeds to say, that house right there, did you just come from upstairs? I'm like, girl, what house? So automatically, I'm like, this part is fucking baby mom. Okay. So we doing this little back and forth. So of course, me thinking fast on my feet, I'm lying. I'm like, girl upstairs for what so she's saying she's saying his name or whatever and she's like the two brothers da, 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 da. I'm like I don't know what you're mm-hmm. talking about I'm like I was downstairs I'm like I came out the house but I was downstairs in that apartment so she was like oh, okay so I get a glimpse of the back seat because now I'm like who's she in this car with mm-hmm. because I'm like if it's another missionary I might have to fight but it, it was a kid in the back seat right so I'm mind you not even 7 o'clock in the morning but I saw it was a kid in the back seat I'm like okay so then she's like, oh, okay. So then she pulls off. I immediately, I get in my car. I'm looking dumb. And I, girl. The she was I get dumb. in my car and I immediately, yes. And I immediately send him a voice message. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like this, I'm like this dark color car just pulled up behind me. Some light skinned girl was questioning me about you. So what's, what the fuck is going on? He immediately calls me. So he mm. asked me what happened. I'm telling him. So then he was like, he put two and two together. He was like, that was my baby mind. He was like, the such and such car. I'm like, yeah. He was like, yeah, that was my baby, my baby mind. He was like, was it a little boy in the back? I was like, yes, your son. <laughs> he was like, yeah. So he's like, I don't know why she, I don't know what's up with her. With Come to find out, she drops his their kid off at her grandmother's house, which is like a block or two away from his. Okay. So I'm like, what the fuck? She's probably been scoping it out, and they probably listen. 
I am until somebody ever proves me wrong, which ain't no way to prove me wrong. So baby fathers whose baby moms ain't leaving them alone and doing shit like that is because they still slanging out that dick. Period. Listen here, okay. Period. So this is what I have mind you, I have not talked to this man since Sunday. He he texts me every day and he's been calling me this whole time we were recording. So here's my problem. This is why I always opt out and choose not to deal with men with children. Mm -hmm. Because I always tell them, it's never your little rugrats that I have a problem with. Right. It's their mothers. And if you do have a child, your child has to be at least 10. At least 10. Because I know for a fact we ain't gonna have no issues. Homegirl, y'all done whatever. Is it grown enough? Y'all ain't even right. Your child went through that phase. For me to actually have a conversation, she ain't on your child ain't on no weird stuff. And I know for a fact you and their mother way done. Done or over with. Right. So niggas leave me alone. Okay? <laughs> leave me alone. Yeah, uh, because I have a changed woman. I don't I'm a changed woman. I don't fight over men. I don't argue over men. Girl, you want them, you can have them. It's okay. Please, the dick ain't never been that good, okay? The dick ain't never gonna be that. It ain't never been that good for me to want to fight over me. No, Mm-mm. I never like, understood that. Like, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't never, I ain't never, ever, ever. And I hope that nobody ever gets offended by this because, well, actually, I don't care. But I ain't never want to fight over no sex. <laughs> not one person. Not one person. Like, I don't ever understand the thought of... And not even just fight over sex. Fight over a person. We're right. not physically and fighting for the affection of another person. Fuck that. Yes. And I fought one time, and that was over my ex, when me and him first started talking. But I didn't fight over him. His baby mom was fighting me over him. I was fighting her because the bitch, See? she approached me. I'm defending myself. Send this right. Queen. At this point, I'm defending myself, girl. I don't want this man. He got a kid. The fuck? Please. But yeah, can y'all leave me alone? <laughs> because y'all are playing in my face and I ain't got time. You approached me. And I told you from the jump. I don't... I literally sat on the phone with him and told him. I know you have children. You don't even have to tell me. <laughs> but I don't do the drama. My life is my life is not stressful. My life is drama free. I don't do the drama. I'm like I never have a problem with the children's all the always the baby moms. And he sat on that phone and told me he don't have a problem. His baby moms don't be tripping because yeah, okay. they haven't been together. They haven't been together since. And he was going through. He's going through some type of custody battle with his with his uh, his son's baby mom. Uh, his son's mom. Like okay. Hmm. That so, could be something though. Damn, Maybe that's why she try and find out why, because that could be building a case. And I'm you I'm know? not gonna give you that information because girl, that ain't none of your business. Right. Because you questioning because my thing is she wasn't asking me about him, she's asking me about me. Where I was just coming from. Mind your business. Don't right. ask your baby father what was just going on. Don't ask me. Girl, that's you mind my business and you mind my business and approaching me where my car is. Chill. You don't know what I got on this in this drawing, and if we in Florida, then my uh... thing. <laughs> okay, like, and then you right here in front of you questioning me in front of your son, girl. What? 
Come on, sis. Priorities. Get your son in the house. It's cold. <laughs> it's seven o'clock in the morning. But yes, my life, my love life is clearly a joke. Please stay out of my DMs. Please stay out of my face. If you have a child, if I don't come for you or approach you, leave me alone. That's just that. It's time for the You Ain't Shit Playlist. Play, 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 play. Okay, so this week for our You Ain't Shit Playlist, I am going to submit one of my newest favorite songs uh, by one of my new faves, but Duran Bernard featuring Ari Lennox sucks. Cause that is my song. They literally are telling whoever they're dealing with, don't get stuck in love with me because we ain't there, baby. It ain't never going to be there. <laughs> okay. That is a cute little melodic. I got to check that yes. song out. It's perfect. It is perfect. Ooh. My first song that I'm putting on the playlist is Derek Jeter by Comethazine. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's just that he's a newer, newer rapper. Um... And These the names. first line, the, <laughs> right. The first line of the song is single life for me because I chose to be a cheater. It got me. Hey. It got me from yes. the first line. Like, oh, this, is, this shit rocking. Then the beat drop. Like, oh, shit. Oh, it's lit. It's lit. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, my second submission for the week is. The baddest bitch. Okay. Nicki Minaj with bats. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just inspired me. That is a good song. And you inspired me to change my second song to my favorite wow. baddest bitch song. So we got two Trina songs on this bitch because, uh. Hey. <laughs> It's lit. <laughs> it's definitely lit. I'm going to put The Baddest Bitch by Trina on the list because that's my fave. Amen. She represents for the bitches. Ooh. All eyes on your riches. No time for a little hey. dick. Like, what? Ooh. Come on with the hey, bars. Like, man. right. <laughs> oh, Lord. This playlist just got amplified for real. Oh, Lord. I represent for the bitches. <laughs> definitely one of my favorite songs all the time. <laughs> okay Trina so, yes we, oh. we got some lit songs on the playlist this week I mean the whole playlist just be on fire but it's amazing you know <laughs> <laughs> that's just us so there's it yes so that's it for this week y'all um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Queen Chicken Head and don't forget to follow me don't forget to follow me on instagram at breezy the gent and follow us both on instagram at you ain't shit on instagram you ain't shit podcast on instagram you ain't shit podcast on instagram (laughs) i'm tripping i forgot the podcast part (laughs) and if you have any questions any stories you would like to submit, don't forget to email us at youaintpod at gmail.com. Uh, you ain't podcast at gmail.com. Great. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that one I remember because that's where I got to send these invitations. So That's true. Stories. <laughs> stories, stories, stories. We emphasize stories. We love stories. You heard her story this week. So any story yes. will do. 
stories about fuck life. niggas <laughs> and they crazy baby moms. Oh lord, I know y'all got stories. <laughs> but right. yeah, y'all. So that's it for this week. Catch you next week. Bye. Ooh, bitch, you ain't shit.